0: welcome to the public health career series uh, this is a podcast that interviews QUT public health alumni um, the aim is to have an insight on the different career paths available to students after graduating would you be able to just tell us a bit about yourself
1: uh yeah sure um so my name is hannah I grew up in Bangalore, which is a small sort of town um, near to Byron Bay. Um, so I grew up in a tiny Australian town um, and then went to Byron Bay High, graduated, um, took some time off before going to university and then uh, started my dual degree of nursing and public health at QUT. Um, and when I finished that, I pretty much immediately moved to, to Tanzania in East Africa. Um, so that's me in a nutshell.
0: Um, what made you move to Tanzania? That's a really big move. Like what, what prompted you Uh, to move there? It was a big move. Um, so
1: formerly I had a job, job offer, so I got a job offer before I actually Mm -hmm. finished my degree. Um, but I had actually, when I would finished high school, traveled to, to Tanzania, um, Kenya and Rwanda and Uganda, um, I kind of saw like a lot of people doing the Euro trip and, um, I was like, yeah, maybe I'll just try something a bit different. Um, and probably, you know, also under some sort of misguided idea that I could help the world at (laughs) 19. Um. But yeah, so so actually came to Tanzania, ended up staying here for about a year um, when I was 18, mm-hmm. 19 um, and sort of traveling around and getting to know people in the area and sort of having some insight into potentially what I would want to do when I went to university. Um, and then, yeah, pretty much like went back to Australia, studied and pretty much every summer over that sort of three month period, I was was coming back and and living and working in Tanzania um, and or Kenya. And then so when I finished, it just kind of was, it kind of felt like what I'd been building up to. So I was just like, well, let me just go back and see what actually happens if I commit and live there for a a long period of time. And that was however many years ago.
0: I think, what,
1: I graduated five years ago?
0: Oh, so you've lived there ever since then. So you've just... Since five years ago, okay, that's pretty good. Um, So would you be able to tell us about what you do in Tanzania, like what do you do for work?
1: Yeah, um, I've had a few different jobs. So I'm not in the the position that I currently uh, travelled previously travelled here for, Um, but currently my position is with a group called um, Africa Healthcare Mm -hmm. Network, Um, And my role is the director of clinical operations. And so what we do is we, you know, build and establish dialysis units across Mm -hmm. East Africa um, with a focus on hard-to-reach sort of areas, areas with low access to sort of kidney care services. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, for them I kind of effectively work across um, Tanzania, Rwanda and Kenya at the moment um and oversee sort of the the clinical operational sort of side of everything that we're doing
0: okay yeah all right and um yeah um so on a day-to-day basis um so you talked about how it's it's more like covers quite a few countries in east africa but um like on a day-to-day basis Mm -hmm. what kind of work do you do like more like day-to-day tasks yeah
1: um so my normal day-to-day um, is generally get up, mm-hmm. <laughs> sit in front of a computer, um, answer a bunch of emails. Um, but essentially what like high level I'm doing is trying to sort of liaise with all the, the clinical staff on the ground. Um, I'm the point of contact for the head nurses um, and most of the nursing teams, um, ensuring that you know the quality of care is maintained at a high standard and is being delivered effectively. Um more and more I'm trying to move out of firefighting and um, train up other people to be able to do sort of the more on the ground work um so a lot of my job is now office based which I which I like um it's nice to have a little setup and be able to sort of work Mm -hmm. in a really decentralized way to oversee you know close to 20 units um but, yeah, and, you know, if we're not doing that, if we're not in the office, I mean, this kind of goes for me and the rest of the the corporate senior team, um, it's a lot of travel. Um, okay. So effectively, like, prior prior to COVID, we would travel maybe, like, once, uh, one week every month at mm. minimum um, to see different centres and do sort of business development in other areas.
0: Okay, yeah. thank you for that. And... Um, in saying that, you're doing a double degree. I mean, sorry, you did a double degree in both um, in nursing and in public health. And with your work, do you feel like you use, yeah. you're using both equally or is, is it more um, leaning towards one more than the other?
1: So I think, like, yeah, at a higher level, like what I think I fall back on most is, is my public health, um, especially in terms of, like, program development um, and implementation as well as sort of, policy development and implementation. Um, But certainly I don't think I could do my job without sort of the clinical knowledge that I was given. And I think, you know, prior to my current role, I had a really blended sort of application of both my degrees. Um, So previously worked in um, pediatric surgical um, sector and then went on to be the general manager of a mid-level hospital um, in Tanzania. And both of those roles really needed both mm-hmm. degrees. Um, having had sort of moved out of that, I think the, the biggest area in which I would use my nursing degree is just to have that foundational knowledge of clinical practice um, and really relying a lot more on my my public health degree to sort of um, implement um, what I'm trying to achieve. Uh,
0: yeah, if yeah, that makes that sense. That does make sense. Um, and also, um, cool. <laughs> so as have you got any exciting projects that you, or very memorable projects you've worked on recently um, that you'd like to tell us a bit about?
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, I think um, one of the more recent successes that we have had as an organisation, and certainly something that I feel very close to, is the establishment of probably what is the most rural um, dialysis set up in in Mm -hmm. Tanzania. Um, And so this is, you know, providing the highest quality of care, you know, five hours from any major city um, for for patients living in that area um, who would have previously had to travel or would have had to go without, um, which is, you know, if you've got chronic kidney disease, going without is essentially um, moving yourself into palliative care services. And so to be able to sort of find a way to establish those sort of services in hard-to-access areas, I think was a really... Um, really cool thing to be able to do. And I think that, you know, had I looked back to when I was studying, I don't think that that would have been something that I would have been involved in and um, to sort of see it all come into fruition and um, have patients, You know, we received approval from the government to start operating that centre, mm-hmm. I think it was last yeah. week. Um, and so to sort of have patients waiting at our door, waiting for us to start being like, you know, we're I able to access services in our backyard which is essentially what you need to to be able to have your health care rights fulfilled um that was really really yeah, cool that'll definitely need yeah.
0: like a change in the whole community um you know and yeah really absolutely impact on
1: everyone yeah um yeah we work with some of the patients you know because we have a, a sort of um system of centers we have a network of centers rather and a lot of them were traveling to us five hours away in our um, arusha center and it's just you know, it goes to show how much of your health is, like, tied in with, like, where you're mm-hmm. from, your community, your land, and how desperate everyone was to get get those services uh, in an area where they're from and they have their community to sort of support them as well. That is
0: very true, yeah. And um, what would you say, um, like, as an individual, like, with your work and everything, what would you say um, helps you get through, like um your day-to-day work you know um like your personal daily habits you know like that keeps you motivated and on track with your work um
1: seeking and striving for work-life balance is not something that I have been historically Mm -hmm. very good at okay (laughs) so so certainly something that I try and you know put a lot of focus on um and you know, a lot of it for me, we live in a fairly fairly rural area where I'm based. Um, but, you know, I live with my my partner, Dennis, um, and, you know, our pets. We have a cat, mm-hmm. T'Challa, and a dog, Kenny. Um, and so I think that, you know, your social network and um, who you sort of spend your time with is really, really important for sort of maintaining stability and balance and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, I think you know we're also really lucky to live in like a very um green area so going Mm. for walks and making sure you're spending time outside um outdoors and appreciating you know where where you live and how lucky we are to live in such healthy green areas of the world um is definitely something that you know i find very very grounding Mm. um but yeah and then other than that, I mean, I, we live currently like nine hours from the beach. Okay. So any, any, any opportunity I get to go to the coast, I, I grab it. I'm, I'm yeah. there. Definitely hard that transition
0: yeah, considering, from being yeah, in Byron Bay. You could literally walk to the beach if you wanted to. Um, and now having to drive nine hours yeah, as so, Yeah. Be a bit of a change. Yeah.
1: Bit of a transition. Still getting used to that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, what um do you have any aspirations for your um career and where you would like to see it going um, in maybe the next couple of um, years?
1: Yeah, like I kind of sometimes I do. I think that like my my working um sort of background has been very um. Inconsistent in terms of in terms of where I'm working. I think generally, obviously, healthcare is something that I'm interested in. Um, I think the one sort of thread that I can pull is is you know providing access to rural, remote communities, um, or access where there is none, even in sort of bigger cities. And I think that that's something that I'm passionate about. Um, ideally, what we're looking at is is actually relocating back to Australia and sort of applying. That passion mm-hmm. back home. Um, I think that what I'm looking at next and the sort of next sort of moves. And I mean, this is maybe five five years in the future. Um, is sort of coming back to Australia and making sure that you know that access is provided to to communities across Australia as well.
0: Yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's
1: my that's my common thread. But yeah, generally. Um, happy just working with people who are who are doing the right thing in the right way um
0: but yeah yeah that um you've really helped me a lot like with um hearing like different aspects um, of your career because I'm also doing a double degree in nursing and public health um and yeah Yeah. are you enjoying it I'm enjoying it um a lot it's just a lot of the times when you look at the career-wise Um, I see a lot of people who lean more towards um, like nursing as opposed to the public health. Yeah. Um, So you're like one of the first people I've heard who've um, been able to still apply the clinical, um, you know, aspects, but in, in a public health setting, you know, Um, which, which is really interesting. So when I went into it,
1: like, I kind of thought like, I never wanted to be in a room talking about clinical care and, not actually know what I'm talking about Mm -hmm. um so I think my focus was always to bring the public health out of it um and the nursing was just something to really solidify like my knowledge and my understanding and you know to not be the person in the room telling someone what to do without the the sort of clinical know-how to back me up Um, and I think certainly in terms of like working in um clinical medical settings, um whether or not it 's with a public health degree um, or some sort of other like um, like more population population health sort of um, degree you get a lot you get a lot of respect for having had done the clinical the clinical hours and the clinical walk mm-hmm. um, I think that that's something that 's benefited me as well, especially like you know if you're sitting in a room full of nurses and doctors and you 're trying to tell them what to do they 'll look at you and be like Well. Mm-hmm what do so, you know and I'm like well, I'm actually <laughs> I'm actually a nurse as well don't worry um but yeah it's it's been really helpful I think in that respect and um yeah I've I've been grateful for both sort of paths and how they've been able to sort of mesh together a little bit but yeah for sure I think that when I was graduating most people went back
0: into nursing um from the dual degree and I was kind of like yeah but anyway yeah it definitely does always seem like the easier option whereas the the like the route you took um is really good as well like you said you're able to get your public health through but then still get that respect in the fact that clinicians know that you're a clinician now as well and they don't like they're not resistant yeah. to like you know you're yeah your, um recommendations and everything um uh, but yeah those are those are yeah. all my questions actually um in awesome to it. thank you so much for taking the time to this interview especially on a saturday because <laughs> usually oh no no no,
1: it's fine um i hope that i gave you what you yes, wanted definitely. um yeah all